Hey, Seattle Kraken fans, happy Monday and happy game day. That's right. The Seattle Kraken have a game today. It's preseason, but we're taking on the Edmonton Oilers. So last week we heard from Allison Lucan on Friday about leadership. We are going to hear from Allison a little bit later in the week, more on leadership and, of course, positionless hockey. But on today's show, we're going to take you to uh, the roster for our game against the Oilers. And Ronnie Francis talked to fans about the state of the franchise, all that and so much more on this Monday game day edition of Locked on Kraken. You are Locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey, Seattle hockey fans, welcome to another episode of Locked on Kraken. I am your host, Erica L. Ayala. We are your five-day-a-week Seattle Kraken podcast. We are covering the team you love the most, as well as our new AHL team, the Coachella Valley Firebirds. So we've got a lot of stuff that's coming up. Preseason is officially upon us. We have our first game against the Edmonton Oilers. And let's jump in right there. So we've got a preseason game tonight. I'm going to pull this up here. This is, and it comes by way of our good friends over at Emerald City Hockey. Again, I, I don't know how many times I got to say it, but if you're not already following Emerald City Hockey, make sure you're doing it. They are amazing, and I love everything that they're doing. Okay, here we go. Let me pull this up for you. You can see, uh, hopefully you can see. Let me make it a little bit bigger. But this is what we've got here um, against the Oilers. So uh, there's a few players that we're actually going to hear from. We're going to break this down, but some things that stand out to me, Martin Jones. So we're going to hear from Martin Jones later on the show. Uh, it's Martin Jones and Joy Decord. The, those are our two goaltenders. So Martin Jones, we're expecting him and Ron Francis talked about Jonesy uh, in his state of the franchise. Again, you're going to hear from Jones in a little bit, but so Martin Jones, we're going to get a good look at what he's going to be for the Seattle Kraken early, still early returns here. A few other things that I want to point out, and we're going to talk about this, uh, this group of players, but we've got um, all in the lineup, Alexander Wenberg, Andre Burakovsky, Oliver Bjorkstrand, Maddie Beneers, and Justin Schultz that you see right there at the top of the screen. Other players, uh, we're going to see Turbo in action. Kempney, I've talked about him before. Finn will be there. Riker Evans, another player that Ron Francis talked about in the state of the franchise. Geeky's going to be there. Max McCormick. Jonas Donskoy, we might hear from him a little bit later. Um, so, okay. Now, uh, that's the lineup. That's what we're going to see for tonight against the Edmonton Oilers. Remember, it is a back-to-back. -back. So we have a game tonight. Anyone who we don't see in, on the active roster, likely we're going to see them tomorrow. It's the Calgary Flames. Just in case you need it, here is the preseason schedule. Let me get my name out of the way. So we have 
like I mentioned, Edmonton Oilers coming up tomorrow, or excuse me, today, the Calgary Flames tomorrow. Both of those games happening at Climate Pledge Arena. Then on Thursday, we hit the road, short trip over to Vancouver to play the Canucks. Then they come to Climate Pledge CPA Saturday. That Saturday game is the last preseason game for the Seattle Kraken at home. Everything else on the road, hitting up the Flames and the Oilers once again. So there you go. Preseason schedule there. Okay. Um, Let's go over to, I want to take you to Martin Jones first. Let's hear from Jonesy. He talked to media during um, Fridays, after Fridays, I should say, um, training camp session. This is him talking a little bit about getting acclimated to a new team, being a veteran, and, um, you know, what he has experienced so far being in Seattle. So here we go. Our keeper for tonight Martin Jones. It's great. It's uh, it's an awesome city. Obviously, I'm from uh, from Vancouver, so uh, nice to be close to home as well. No, it's been uh, it's been great so far. Um, you know, in the short time, you can tell they they really do things right here. It seems like a really uh, quality organization. Obviously, a beautiful facility here, and um, it's been a great start so far. Oh, I I hope so. I mean, um, you know, I think uh, you know I'm getting older, and that's kind of the <laughs> yeah and the that's kind of the next uh, evolution, I guess, of, of my career is, is being more of a leader and, um, you know, helping some of these young guys along. Uh, no, no, just, uh, just since I've been here. Yeah. Oh, it's been good. Um, you know, he's uh, been very, uh, you know, sort of proactive and uh, hands-on and uh, it's great, especially at working with a new guy that, that, you know, kind of feeling each other out. Um, you know, we've kind of gotten past that initial sort of, uh, you know, meet and greet as quickly as possible and then uh, getting more into sort of the meat of what we're going to be doing this year. So you heard Martin Jones talk about that leadership, the experience. And again, we heard Allison Lucan talk a little bit about that with us on Friday, and we're going to hear from her later in the week again, particularly specifically about players like Jones and, you know, what I like calling those bridge contracts. I think Allison had a really good insight and analysis, so we're going to hear about that later. Okay, that's Jones. Another thing, though, that I want to talk to you about is um, I mentioned a few players that I wanted you to know, and I noted, I should say, that are in tonight's roster uh, or, or on tonight's roster, and that's because they comprise what we think is that first power play unit. So that's Wenberg. Burakovsky and Winberg playing a net front presence. I loved some. There is a Twitter thread about that. That was absolutely hilarious. Anyway, so Winberg in uh, that net front presence. Then you have Andre Burakovsky, Oliver Bjorkstrand, and Maddie Beneers. And it's quarterbacked by Justin Schultz. Now, I said I really was curious to, to see what Schultz could do for us. It looks like already he's coming in, quarterbacking that first power play. Um, but coming up next on Locked on Kraken, uh, we're actually going to hear a little bit from um, some other players that are going to be in the roster and what their offseason has looked like and, and what they can contribute to the lineup. That's what's coming up next on Locked on Kraken. All right, Seattle hockey fans, we're going to have more as we get you ready for tonight's first preseason game of 2022-2023. But right now, we're going to let you know about our sponsor that keeps the lights on here at the Lockdown Network, and that's Athletic 
greens. Athletic greens is something that I love to use because I've been talking about my own personal nutritional diet and making sure I have a morning routine that works really well. And one really great thing as someone who does a million things is sometimes on the road is to have one thing, one thing that I have to prep that gets me ready and gets me started with all of the energy and nutrition that I need. And that's what Athletic Greens does. I get one scoop uh, of the of the powder, or if I have my to-go packs, it's even better. I don't have to measure anything out. I have eight ounces of water. Uh, they provided a nice little bottle that I love traveling with. I shake that up, and it's a great tasting nutritional start to my day. The taste is something I've had a lot of green drinks before. I do this because I have to. I have to keep my nutrition up, and there's no aftertaste um, you know, there's a, a, a type of sweetness to it, but not overbearingly sweet. Sometimes you get these things that say they're good for you and they're overly sweet. And you're like, how, how in the world? They're so, they're so sweet. Or they add things like sweetener. I don't put any honey or agave or anything in. I just shake it and drink it and I'm good to go. Um, and here's the good thing. The price is perfect. I've been someone who I've had little tinctures or I have, um, vitamins and supplements that I take. And instead of carrying all of that, when I'm traveling, it's just the one thing. That's what I love about this. And it keeps the price down since it's everything that I need in, in just one scoop, literally in one scoop. So it athletic greens has made my morning routine and my personal health and wellness goals easy. And so we're going to make it easy on you. We're going to give you a free one year supply of the immunity support support. We're going to give you a one year free supply of the immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com backslash NHL network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com backslash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Okay, Seattle hockey fans. So now you've got your athletic greens on. Thank you, as always, for making Locked on Kraken your first listen of the day. We are your daily podcast covering the Seattle Kraken. I am your host, Erica L. Ayala. Okay, so uh, you heard from Jonesy earlier. I'm going to take you actually to um, Ryan Donato. Of course we're going to go to Ryan Donato. Now listen, the audio is a little bit wonky here, um, so I'm not going to play a lot. Uh, and Some of this I'll be talking over because they were cleaning the ice. When they spoke to Ronnie, the disrespect, the disrespect, like we need to hang on every word that he says. But first, let me take you to Dave Haxtell. This is from Friday. He was asked specifically about Ryan Donato and what he brings. Here's what Haxtell had to say. Yeah, Ryan Donato played up and down the lineup last year. I'm <clears throat> curious if you have a, kind of an ideal spot that you'd like to see him stick in this year. That's the beauty of Ryan Donato. He can play anywhere. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not joking. I mean, that's that's the value. That's that's one of the big values that he brings, um, is his versatility and his willingness. You know, that's a big piece of it, right? A, a player being willing uh, to jump in uh, wherever he's needed uh, and compete at his highest level, uh, no matter. Uh, you know, it may it may be a little bit imperfect for him. Uh, but, uh, you know, Donnie was a great teammate last year in, in that regard. Uh, whatever needed to be done, he would jump in and, and work hard to, to give what he could to the team. So, um, you know, he's, 
He's a guy that goes and competes every day. He has real good skill. Like one of one of the things we really like about him, he's a guy that finds his way inside. There's not, there's very few times uh, that he skates by the blue paint or is not available in and around that critical scoring area when there's loose change. So, um, you know, he's he's a guy that we know we can rely on, uh, if, you know, for for those pieces. Yes, all of the things. A great teammate last year finds his way inside the critical scoring areas. He's gritty. He's grinding. We had so much, we had so many problems finding guys that could get in there. And Ryan Donato, from the beginning, that's how he made his mark and won the hearts of Seattle Kraken fans, maybe like myself, by his gritty play. It was pronounced. Um, and as we see, the Seattle Kraken have really worked on improving their offensive game. Again, we're going to hear from Ron Francis uh, shortly um, about the state of the franchise, and he talks specifically about that. But there's still a space for a guy like Ryan Donato, and I'm glad uh, that we have him. Here's what Ryan had to say. This is after Sunday's practice. Great players. I mean, you get them to puck and get open. It's not too hard to uh, find your chances. Um, obviously, I got to know I played with Maddie a little bit last year, so I'm a little used to playing with him. And then Bjorki, uh, you find him in spots, he's going to convert 95% of the time. So for me, uh, it's nice to have a guy that can uh, get you the puck and can also bury on chances. You and Maddie uh, spent some time together off the ice a couple of years. Did, did you get to do that this offseason as well? Yeah, a little bit. He, uh, we both trained at the same gym. So uh, I was seeing him bright and early every single day uh, the whole summer. Uh, yeah, he worked uh, extremely hard. Uh, I was with him every day, and uh, I'm excited to see what he can do this year. Um, I think I always wanted to come back. I kind of told myself I understand that's a business, and no matter what, I appreciated my time in Seattle, and uh, I could see myself being back there uh, regardless of the outcome uh, of their decision. Um, and I put that, and I meant it coming in. So for me, uh, yeah, it was definitely a little tough, I'm not going to lie. It was uh, disappointing at the beginning, but uh, it's a business. you got to get over it. And, uh, figure out what's best and I thought that being here was definitely what's best for me and uh, I'm looking forward to being part of it here. Yeah it was just um, uh, we're not going to qualify you but we're going to obviously want you and like you still so uh, and, and I understood that there's different uh, aspects and uh, the cap and everything the way it is uh, situated this uh, last year and um, yeah it's definitely different and difficult but hey I'm ready to go here and uh, you got to forget about it and move on. Oh I think last year uh, obviously we're all coming from different systems and different places so you really had to start from from pure scratch, you know what I mean? For a year, uh, guys have a general idea of, of what we were doing last year, uh, and we could carry off a lot of the systems and, uh, and work we put in last year. Um, and then for the new guys, they can rely on the guys that have been around to, to ask them questions and, and figure out the new systems. It's also nice to have the players know what kind of guy you are, player you are, and same with the coaches, and, and know what to expect from everybody around you and, and know what they expect of you. So for me, uh, it's definitely a blessing to be back here and be part of that. Yeah, I mean, I think just playing the same way. I think regardless if you're playing up and down the lineup, you got to bring your game. And for me, um, I realized that earlier in my career that there were sometimes nights where I wasn't playing or I was out of lineup because uh, I wasn't able to play in certain situations. But for me, I took pride in, in learning how to be a guy that can play up and down the lineup. And uh, obviously, you prefer to be up in the lineup. But for me, uh, if I'm helping the team, I'll, I'll be happy. All right, so I mentioned the power play. So you also, though, have Donato with Bjorkstrand and Beneers. And we're going to get to see that. I showed you the roster earlier. We're going to get to see that potentially, in theory, uh, 
tonight, and I'm super excited. So Bjorkstrand, we already see, is playing a critical role. He's on that power play. Now they have him. They've had him in practice, I should say, with Beneers and Donato. I mean, I like that. Beneers, cool, calm, such a high-level IQ. Bjorkstrand, obviously, a veteran presence, and then a grinder like Donato. I really hope we get to see this, um, as we'd seen reported from a, a few people, including Emerald City Hockey, Sound of Hockey. Um, I really hope we get to see that line together. I guess only time will tell. And you best believe that on playback tonight, I'm going to be watching like a hawk to see these line combos. I want to see where Donato's falling into this. Uh, we know that Ron Francis, you'll hear from in a little bit, talked about it. You'll hear from, uh, you heard from Dave Haxtell talking about that essentially Donato is like a Swiss army knife. And it's great to have a jack of all trades. I do think, though, that we need to appreciate and respect and honor what Donnie can bring. So I'm very curious to see what we have there. Coming up next, without further ado, I'm going to break down some things that I personally found intriguing in the state of the franchise. Ron Francis having a conversation with John Forslund. And I think what was also great were some of you all that were there and asked some amazing questions. So I'm, I cut some of the, the, the questions in particular. I'd, I'd love for you to hear some of the questions that were asked about naming a captain, uh, about defense. Oh, my gosh. Whoever asked that question about defense, mwah, I loved it. Thank you so much. That's coming up on Locked on Kraken. All right, Seattle hockey fans, this is our final segment of this Monday episode, game day episode of Locked on Kraken. I'm your host, Erica L. Ayala. Yes, I'm excited. It's a game day. I've got my jersey on. I'm ready to go. I hope you are too. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take you to Ron Francis, State of the Franchise. If you want to watch it in its entirety, check out the link in the show notes. I'm going to show you a few highlights. This is, again, Ron Francis talking to fans um, and being and talking to John Forslund about the state of the franchise. But he did a great job walking through prospects, including why some prospects like Riker Evans, we didn't really see up last year. He broke that down beautifully. I mentioned, and you'll hear in a moment, him talking about Martin Jones and what he expects there. And then I want to get to some questions when we're going to see the first woman in the NHL. And Allison Lucan tweeted about that. Questions about who uh, or how uh, Ron Francis will pick the next captain, which includes some highlights on how they picked uh, our our good our good guy Mark Giordano for the first season. So I loved that. And then yes, a question about defense and cap space and defense and defense and defense and defense and defense. And if we're going to use some of that cap space to boost our defense, which as you know, I've been saying here on Locked On Kraken. I would love to see. So that's coming up uh, in this little glimpse into the state of the franchise with Ron Francis. Let's head over to the ice at Kraken Community Iceplex. This is from Sunday, yesterday. State of the franchise with John Forslund and our favorite Ron father, Ronnie Francis. And I want you to take us back and walk everybody through you know, your thought process going into the offseason, your goals and objectives, how you viewed the team, 
to take us through step by step, you know, as we go along the way here this afternoon, what transpired? Yeah, so there's a lot of different things that happen, um, you know, continually throughout all last season. On the amateur side, we're scouting, you know, all the different leagues, the kids that are available for the draft. We're having, you know, weekly or bi-weekly meetings with our R&D team, our, our amateur scouting staff, trying to get our list right and project where we might be picking and who might be available for us. On the pro side, as you get to the end of the season, you know, we had the trade deadline, made a lot of moves to sort of collect some draft capital. And at the end of the season, you have meetings with your management team, you have meetings with your coaching staff, you have meetings with your pro staff just to try and get right as you get into free agency and who might or might not be available in the offseason. So a lot of different discussions. Um, I think when we look at our team last year, I felt there was a lot of nights we outworked the other team, we outshot the other team, we just couldn't outscore the other team. So we, we tried to do some changes in that regard and, and adding Burakowski and Bjorkstrand and having Maddie in for the full season and getting lucky at the draft with, with Shane and, and hopefully having Schwartz back healthy and Tanner back healthy. You know, it adds a lot of different names to our forward group and we hope that that'll help us. Share with us what you were thinking, what, what was going through your mind as Montreal made their choice, New Jersey gets up there, Arizona gets up there, and then you get your chance to say two words, Shane Wright, and get another key building block in place. Well, it's, it's funny because I said to my staff about three days before the draft, I said, I think we can get Shane Wright. And they said, no, I don't think so. And I said, well, you look at it, Montreal, you know, they need the big winger, which, which they ended up taking in Slavkowski. When you look at the makeup of New Jersey, they didn't need a centerman, right. so they need a defenseman, which makes, the, makes sense when they take Nemish. And then the question was, which one does, does Arizona pick, right? We were looking and hoping to get a centerman, uh, and then certainly when they pick Cooley, we're sitting there with Shane Wright sitting at four, so we were pretty excited to add him to our mix. Uh, you all here this morning might have seen Andre Burakovsky zing it around, especially on the power play. Looked great. Uh, talk about his addition. It's a deal with term. Great price tag, works for both sides, and he has a Stanley Cup pedigree. Yeah, he's, you know, he's now won two Stanley Cups, which is always important, bringing those kind of guys into your locker room. Um, when I talk about him, I talk about size, I talk about speed, I talk about skill, I talk about scoring. So uh, all things that we uh, are excited to add to our lineup for sure. Ron, my question that I want to ask you is, who is going to be the next captain? I mean, and I have my own opinion. Next captain, I could hear that, yes. But since I know you won't answer that, can you tell us how you go about picking the next captain? Yeah, no, so we went into last season thinking we were not gonna name a captain. And then it just became very evident to us in training camp that Mark Giordano was the guy. So. You know, we'll look at it this year as we get into training camp, as we go through the exhibition schedule, and then we'll make a decision prior to season whether we feel somebody's going to wear the A or whether we'll just go with a group of, of assistant captains. Um, you know, in the old days, there was a different way you did it. Sometimes it was the players voted. Sometimes it was an input from the coaches. Um, you know, in, in today's game, it's kind of management, it's coaches, it's talking to the players and kind of getting a sense. But you just watch and observe and say, okay, this is our captain. Or we're going to just sit patient right now, go with multiple days, and we'll make that decision down the road. I'd like to Great know, question. are you looking into the defense on our team, or do you think we have everybody that we need? Yeah, no, I, I think you're always looking to improve your hockey club anywhere you can. 
Uh, I'm excited. Uh, you know, Vince Dunn came in this year much lighter than he was last year, in my opinion, much better condition than he was last year. So we're expecting, you know, more things out of him. You know, Larson, Alexiak, Susie, Morgan all know the system. So that should help in that regard. So we're constantly looking. We do have some cap space left. We have 1.86 million left under the cap without even putting Chris Drieger on a long-term injury or LTI. So we could actually pick up an extra 3.5 million if we needed. So we are looking at that. And if something comes available, we're certainly not afraid to act on it. Uh, I was wondering if you were thinking about like a mascot. You know what, I'm hearing rumblings that there, there could be a mascot, yeah, and, and uh, might actually be happening rather than later, so pay attention the next few weeks. Um, I hope you found that illuminating. I love the idea that there's still money, and throughout the whole conversation, throughout essentially his existence as general manager, Ron Francis has been telling us how important it is to have some leverage. Uh, Allison Lucan talked about it, not just draft picks, but also actual money, cap space money to play with. This is just so smart. Ronnie Francis got a lot of heat for the expansion draft in particular. Um, I am still solid B plus for what we did in the off season, but it all is to give that cushion so you can pull the trigger when you need to um, at the right time for the right price. So I'm, I'm getting it. I'm getting more comfortable with it. All right, Ronnie, thank you so much. State of the franchise. I do think we need some defensive support, but we'll get, we'll get to see that defense on display. Um, Kempney and Schultz in particular. Um, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing what they're able to do. So that's our show. Tomorrow we'll talk a little bit about what we saw tonight. And we'll talk about getting us ready for the next preseason game because we should get that roster drop. Um, so we'll, we'll do a little bit of a recap and a preview tomorrow on Wednesday's show. We'll get you ready for Edmonton. So that will be a preview. And then also either Wednesday, maybe Thursday, depending on, on what we got going on. We'll hear again from Allison Lucan on leadership and positionless hockey. Now that you've listened to me go on and on about Ryan Donato and all things the Seattle Kraken, make sure you head over to Locked on NHL. We're not the only game in town, kiddos. Of course we're not, because we're playing Edmonton tonight. Oh, Brett, maybe. Brett Holden, what energy. Can't wait to hear what he personally on Locked on Oilers is going to say about the preseason. But you can do an overall recap of what's happening in the NHL by listening to Locked On NHL, but also check out some of the other Locked On shows. We've had Brett on the show recently from Locked On Oilers. We've had, um, of course, uh, Jess Belmosto from Locked On Flames. These are the two teams that we're playing in a little bit here. So go check it out. Then, as always, hold fast, stay true, be kind to yourself, and of course, to others. And let's Go, Kraken. Let's get that first win of the season. Yeah, I know it's only preseason and it doesn't count, but I mean, we still want to get the win. Peace.